fail early, fail often, fail forward. Um, you know, it's always a little bit frustrating to me when, when people have a negative relationship with failure. Failure is a massive part of being able to be successful. You have to get comfortable with failure. Yet you, you have to actually seek failure. Failure is where all of the lessons are. You know, when you go to the gym and you work out, you're actually seeking failure. You want to take your muscles to the point where you get to failure because that's where the the adaptation is. That's where growth is. Successful people fail a lot. They fail a whole lot more than they succeed, but they extract the lessons from the failure and they use that the the energy and they use the wisdom to come around to the next phase of success you gotta take a shot you have to live at the edge of your capabilities you gotta live where you're almost certain you're gonna fail that's the reason for practice practice is controlled failure you're getting to your limit getting to your limit getting to your limit you can't lift that you can't do that you until you get to the point that all of a sudden your body makes the adjustment and then you can do it failure uh, actually helps you to recognize the areas where you need to evolve so fail early fail often fail forward I found myself in a room with Arnold Schwarzenegger and I was like, okay, I want to be the biggest movie star in the world. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, he said, he said, the most important thing is that you have a vision, that you have a goal. Because without that vision and without that goal, again, you're drifting around and you're never going to end up anywhere. People don't become successful just by accident. You know, I mean, maybe the guy uh, that found gold in California and started the gold rush, but don't count on that. That's the one in a, in a lifetime kind of a situation. So you got to really have a specific goal. And to me, to have that vision that I want to be Mr. Universe, that I want to be the greatest bodybuilder of all time, that was a great vision and that specifically to look like Reg Park and to be up there on that stage and to lift the trophy overhead and to win the championship over and over and over again. So that was a great goal. You have to have a goal. Now, it doesn't have to be that specific goal, but it has to have some goal. This is why I always recommend to people, sit down, take your time, instead of thinking about why do you want to work out? What is your goal? Dreams without goals remain dreams, just dreams, and ultimately fuel disappointment. Mm -hmm. Dreams without goals, yearly goals, life goals, daily goals, monthly goals, hourly goals, minute by minute goals. Dreams without goals are just dreams, and they ultimately fuel disappointment. Goals on the road to achievement cannot be achieved without discipline and consistency. Successful people fail a lot. They fail a whole lot more than they succeed, but they extract the lessons from the failure and they use that the, the energy and they use the wisdom to come around to the next phase of success. When you had that third failure in a row, did you think, I need to pack this in. Never. Why not? I don't ever give up. I mean, I'd have to be 
dead or completely incapacitated. The only thing that I see that is distinctly different about me is I'm not afraid to die on a treadmill. I will not be, be outworked. Right. Period. Yeah. You know, you might have more talent than me. You might be smarter than me. You might be sexier than me. You might be all of those things. You got it on me in nine categories. But if we get on the treadmill together, <laughs> right, there's two things. You're getting off first yeah. or I'm going to die. It's really that simple. So you've got to have some reasons that when life knocks you down, and it's going to. Hello, it's going to knock you down. When people disappoint you, and that's going to happen. When they betray you, and that's going to happen. When they lie to you, and that's going to happen. When they say, oh, you can count on me, and they won't show up, and that's going to happen. When you want to throw in the towel and give up yourself, and that's going to happen. When life collapses on you and catch you on the blind side, it drops you to your knees and start choking you. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. Because when life had knocked me down, I said, life... I'm doing this because I want to make my mama proud of me. I'm doing this because I want my children to have a better life than what I have. I'm doing this because all my life I've been told I'd be a loser, that I wouldn't make it. All my life I heard people say, Mamie, take them back to the welfare department. I'm doing this to make them a lie. I believe like Frank Sinatra, he said the best revenge in life is massive success. So first, we have to define success for ourselves. And then we have to put in the work to maintain it. Take that daily tally. Tend our garden. Keep the things that are important to us in good shape. I mean, let, let, let's admit it. We've all got two wolves in the suit. A good one and a bad one. And they both want to eat. Best I can tell, we just got to feed that good one a little more than the other. It is proven that the kids don't do as well in school, that subcultures of crime break out in the community, because if you don't see better, you don't do better. What they have learned over time is that mixed income housing does the best. So that the kid who's on welfare lives across the street from the kid whose daddy is a doctor. Because if you can see up, oh, come on, it, 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 you, you might not have it. But if you can see it in your neighborhood, you learn to put a demand on life and expect more for yourself. Because you say, if he can do it, but if you don't see anybody doing it, you stop reaching for it. And you cannot receive anything you're not reaching for. If all you've ever seen is poverty, if all you've ever seen is domestic violence, let me tell you, you like the idea of happily married, but you will pick somebody who's mean because the nice guy is boring. And the nice guy who fell in love, oh, I don't know, he's nice, but I'm just not attracted to him. You're attracted to what you're exposed to. And even though you say you don't want it, you end up wanting what your normal is. Sometimes, yeah, you've got to cut a little piece of yourself off, yeah, no matter how much it hurts, in order to grow, yeah? 
in order to move on. I believe anything is possible, right? I live in the world of possibility, and I also believe that anything we can accomplish anything with our two hands and just putting in the work with our two hands. And also, you hear this often, but it's really, really true. You got to find something if you love what you do and find and be passionate about what you do and find something that you can be passionate like it really helps. You know, it gives you that motivation when you wake up in the morning. Sometimes life's going to hit you in the head with a brick. Don't lose faith. I'm convinced that the only thing that kept me going was that I loved what I did. You've got to find what you love, and that is as true for work as it is for your lovers. Your work is going to fill a large part of your life, and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. and don't settle as with all matters of the heart you'll know when you find it fail early fail often fail forward um you know it's always a little bit frustrating to me when when people have a negative relationship with failure failure is a massive part of being able to be successful you have to get comfortable with failure yet you have to actually seek failure failure is where all of the lessons are fail early fail often fail forward i'm not going to win i'm going to get destroyed but if i can just be lucid if i can still be standing on my feet You know what? The life isn't so bad. And I think again symbolically at the very end of our lives if we can still say, you know, we were never humbled, we were knocked down, but we got up and I can say I lived life with integrity and I took all the blows as the song says and I'm I still prevailed. I think that's a, that's a a good epitaph for anyone. do you keep going why do you keep going when the world says everything else is supposed to be opposite there's two sides of pain that i don't think a lot of people really understand right there's there's one side of pain that's the suffering and the discomfort side of pain that's why everybody raised their hands when i first asked do you have everybody ever been through pain because that hurts you remember what that felt like But then there's another side of pain. That's called effort. It's called glory. It's called if you can find a way to push through pain, there's something greater on the other side of it. And 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 if you never tap into it, it's because the first time you felt it, you backed off. The first time you felt ah that burn, the first time you felt that ah, it's too much. And we rationalize with ourselves to where we automatically stop. That's why a bunch of us give up so much in life so quickly. But suppose I told you the greatest pain of my life is the reason I'm standing here today. Suppose I was able to share with you my routine was so crazy, man. I was seeing almost nine doctors for nine weeks. 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. every morning. 
10 days, 10 days from tricep repair surgery. Didn't have enough strength. And I sat there for 30 minutes until I made up in my mind, stop crying, make a choice, right? You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. Just decide. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. It's like it's water. It wants to it wants to move and go around stuff, you know. Bruce Lee said, "Empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup. It becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle. It becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot. It becomes the teapot. Now water can flow, or it can crash." be water my friend pain is temporary it may last for a minute or an hour or a day or even a year but eventually it will subside and something else will take its place if I quit however it will last forever courage Courage is the key to life itself. There are a lot of people who are born in situations where they say, well, I just, I'll never get out of this. So they won't. I say to people who say, well, I, I would like to have done so and so and so. So well, you could have done it. So, well, I couldn't get out of here. Man, the bus runs every day. Successful people fail a lot. They fail a whole lot more than they succeed, but they extract the lessons from the failure and they use that, the, the energy and they use the wisdom to come around to the next phase of success. I'm not afraid to fail. I'm not afraid to fall over, make a mistake. That oftentimes cripples people on the onset of getting to, into anything. The first time I ever picked up the DJ decks, it was horrible, horrible now. But I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of that feeling. It actually propels me and works quite the opposite. I believe desire and will to win is everything. I don't know why I'm like I am, but my butt's always burning. There's always something to say, Art Dad Gummit, you're supposed to go for it. Art Dad Gummit, you're supposed to be somebody. You're supposed to make a difference with your life. What does the $500,000 a year person do? The $50,000 a year person doesn't do. You look at the outside and study those two individuals, everything seems to be the same. They both are the same sex, they both are the same age, they have the same training, the same positions, the same contract, the same fringe benefits. They both are successful, they work hard, they're good family people, make tough commitments. But what's the difference? What does the $500,000 a year person do? The $50,000 a year person doesn't do. He pays the price a little bit more. He works hard a little bit more. He's loyal to the company a little bit more. He bleeds in a little bit more. He makes money in a little bit more. He saves money a little bit more. Leadership is everything. You show me anything in these United States that win, I'll show you a leader at work. You show me a successful church, Boy Scout troop, club, football team, business, I'll show you something uh, run by a leader. See, see, I, I thought at one time in my life you had to be smart to win. I used to have these smart people that dress so pretty and talk so pretty and use these big words. They just intimidated me. And I said, Arch, you can't ever be that good. Why don't you just throw in the towel and go back and coach football for a living? 
And I found two things out about smart people. I think it's almost impossible for a smart person to win in business in America today. Because I find smart people spend their whole lifetime figuring things out. They're always trying to figure out an easier way and a quicker way. And another thing I found out about smart people is they just don't get around to doing nothing. And see, somebody like Art Williams, everybody said, well, he can't do it. And somebody like that can't do it. But he does it. See, folks, I want you to know almost everybody in America almost does enough to win. They almost get there. They almost are over the hump. They almost have it going. They almost in everything they do almost is a way of life to almost everybody in America. But the winners do it. What do they do? They do whatever it takes to get the job done. They do it and do it and do it and do it and do it until the job gets done. And then they talk about how great it is to be somebody they're proud of. We need leaders in America who can do it. If you want to become somebody, do it. If you want to go and business for yourself, do it. If you want to become financially independent, do it. I hear too much talk in these United States. Everybody can talk a good game. We need people in America who can do it. I go all over this country with A.O. Williams, and I have people say, Art, you, you can count on me. Wonderful. Just do it. Art, I guarantee you this is my last stop. I'm going to win now. Super duper. Just do it. Art, if I could just have one good month and get the ball going, I know I could make it big. Super. Just do it. Art, if I could just pay off this debt, I could really go. Great. Just do it. Art, if I could just sell my house. Do it. But how's they selling? Do it anyway. Art, I'm not making any money. What can I do? You just do it. They do what, Art? You do it and do it and do it. Art, I guarantee I'm going to win this contest. Super duper. Just do it. Art, I'm over the hump now. Watch my smoke. Great. Just do it. Art, I want to make it so bad I can taste it. What I do? You just do it. Art, I'm a vice president now. Can I quit doing it? No. Art, I don't know if I can keep on keeping on. I'm really hurting what I do. You just do it. Do what, Art? You do it and do it and do it. Art, all my life I want to be somebody important. Well, what do it then? Art, I'm going to save money so I don't have to go through this again. Great. Just do it. Art, I don't feel like I've had enough training. What I do? You just do it. Art, my manager don't give me no help. What I do? You just do it. Art, you don't understand. I was Mr. Everything at my former company. You don't mean I, I have to start off down at the bottom and do it, do you? Yep, you really got to do it. Art, Art, what's the primary difference between winners and losers? The, win the winners do it. They do it and do it and do it and do it until the job gets done. I represent hard work, uh -huh. uh, determination, motivation. I think without without a doubt, yeah. if anything else, by watching me, it's simply an example of hard work pays off. Mm. That's it. What you put into your craft, you can get out to it if you put 110% into it. And I'm, I'm just an example of that. The guy who is willing to hustle the most is going to be the guy that just gets that loose ball. My biological mother found out later that my mother had never graduated from college and that my father had never graduated from high school. She refused to sign the final adoption papers. 
She only relented a few months later when my parents promised that I would go to college. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life and no idea how college was going to help me figure it out. And here I was spending all the money my parents had saved their entire life. So I decided to drop out and trust that it would all work out okay. It was pretty scary at the time, but looking back, it was one of the best decisions I ever made. I didn't have a dorm room, so I slept on the floor in friends' rooms. I returned Coke bottles for the five-cent deposits to buy food with. And I would walk the seven miles across town every Sunday night to get one good meal a week at the Hare Krishna temple. I loved it. Everybody wants to prize, but nobody loves the process. Everybody wants to be a champion, but nobody's willing to put in the work that it takes to be a champion. Everybody wants to hold up the trophy and say, man, I did it, but nobody's willing to put in the work that it takes to do it. I love the process. I love the thought of working for what I want. And I firmly believe you're never supposed to wish for it more than you're willing to work for it. Your expectations never supposed to exceed your effort. But a lot of people, they wish and they're not willing to work. And the great thing about life, life has a funny way of testing all of us and seeing how bad we really want what it is that we say we want. Because the thing I know about people, people can talk to talk. And people do it very well. But life is going to hit you with a certain level of opposition. Life is going to hit you with a certain level of adversity. And life is going to say to you, you said you wanted it. Now let's see how bad you really want it. But the great thing about it, if you love the process, when opposition and adversity hits, you will have a way of embracing it and using it, not only for yourself, but you will use it to make everybody that's connected to you stronger because your vision has to be larger than yourself. If everything that you do is just about you and for your personal gain, something's going to come up against you that's going to be a lot tougher than you. And if it's just about you, the moment you hit it, you're going to quit and give up every time. Stop being this high school dropout. Stop giving up. Stop sleeping on the streets. Stop walking up and down Finkel Avenue like you ain't got none and get your GED. Stop being afraid to take a test. Stop being afraid to go to college because your daddy didn't go and your mama didn't go. Stop being afraid and be the best air Thomas you can be. But listen to me, it's going to be hard. It took me 12 years to get a four-year degree, but I got it. And guess what? On a degree, it don't have dates. So if it took you four and it took me 12, it don't show up nowhere. But I'm exactly where I wanted to be because I realized I got to commit my very being to this thing. I got to I got to breathe it. I got to eat it. I got to sleep it. And until you get there, you'll never be successful in life. But once you get there, I guarantee you the world is yours. So work hard and you can have whatever it is. you. Somebody just some some people just make up their mind and they just grind and say the heck with it, man. Because sometimes that's all you can do. There's no other blueprint. I ain't got no other secrets to tell y'all today. I ain't come here for nothing else but to tell you, if you want to do something, work at it. What I am is a guy who's got 19 plus years of the word no. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. people people yeah. just see the last five years. I got 19 years of no. Mm-hmm. Not good enough. No. No. You can spend your whole life imagining ghosts worrying about the pathway to the future but all there will ever be is what's happening here and the decisions we make in this moment which are based in either love or fear so many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality 
we really want seems impossibly out of reach and ridiculous to expect, so we never dare to ask the universe for it. I'm saying I'm the proof that you can ask the universe for it. My father could have been a great comedian, but he didn't believe that that was possible for him. And so he made a conservative choice. Instead, he got a safe job as an accountant. And when I was 12 years old, he was let go from that safe job. And our family had to do whatever we could to survive. I learned many great lessons from my father, not the least of which was that you can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Ever tried? Ever failed? No matter. Try again. Fail again. Fail better. The world is yours. Treat everyone kindly and light up the night. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us; it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I can't explain why I shine and no one else shines. I think everybody shines in different things, and a lot of things I can't do. I can't play basketball like every other black person in America. But I can act. I, I know how to go to that true spot in myself because I'm there every day. I can be me. I can be whoever because I'm true to me. I can go to neutral easily. A lot of people, black, white, Mexican, young or old, fat or skinny, have a problem being true to themselves. They have a problem looking in the mirror and looking directly into their own souls. The reason I sell six million records, the reason I could go to jail and come out without a scratch, the reason I could walk around, the reason I am who I am today is because I can look directly into my face and find my soul. It's there. It's not sold. I didn't sell it. It's still within me. I still feel it. My heart is still connected to my body. I was just、uh, having a debate with a friend of mine, and we got stuck on the difference between fault and responsibility. She kept talking about how something was somebody's fault. Somebody's like, fault. Really. Don't matter whose fault it is that something is broken. If it's your responsibility to fix it, is it's not somebody's fault if their father was an abusive alcoholic. But it's for damn sure their responsibility to figure out how they're going to deal with those traumas and try to make a life not out. Not your fault if your partner cheated and ruined your marriage. But it is for damn sure your responsibility to figure out how to take that pain and how to overcome that and build a happy life for yourself. And responsibility do not go together. It sucks, but they don't. When something is somebody's fault. We want them to suffer. We want them punished. We want them to to pay. Be their responsibility to fix it, but that's that's not how it works. Especially when it's your heart. Your heart, your life, your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. As we're pointing the finger and 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 stuck in whose fault something is. We're jammed and trapped into victim mode. When you're in victim mode, you are stuck in suffering. To power is in taking responsibility. Your heart, your life, 
Your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. Let me give you the day that turns your life around as quickly as I can. I got four parts to the day that turns your life around and then we're finished for the day. Number one, disgust. Disgust. Disgust is a negative emotion, but it can have a very positive, powerful effect. Disgust says, I've had it. What an important day that could be. I've had it. I met a beautiful, powerful, accomplished executive lady in New York. The company invited me to come in. This lady was the vice president, extraordinary lady. I got to know her and I found out her story. I said, how did you get here? Big income. And she never went to high school, never went to college, never went to university. I said, how did you get here? Executive, powerful, income. She said, well, let me tell you part of the scenario. She said, when I was a young mother a few years ago, she said, one day I asked my husband for $10. And he said, what for? She said, before that day was over, I decided I would never, ever ask again. She said, I started studying opportunity, found it, took the classes, put myself through the schools, did the scenario. Now I'm vice president. I make a lot of money. And she said, I kept my promise. I've never, ever had to ask again. It's called a life-changing day. The day you say enough is enough. Now, if you can add an act to your disgust, it helps. A man takes a shotgun to his car, blows out every window, destroys every tire, puts a hundred rounds in it, and says, I've driven this embarrassing thing for the last time. <laughs> and then he saves it. He saves it. And later when somebody says, how did you become rich and powerful? He says, let me show you this car. <laughs> One day I'd had it up to here, I blew it to smithereens. Enough is enough. Powerful. Here's the last three. Next is decision. Decision making is a life-changing day. If you went home today and in the next few days cleaned up a list of decisions, it could furnish enough inspiration for the next five years, ten years. What an inspiring day, the day you can bring yourself to decide. And here's the third one, desire, wanting too bad enough. Who knows the mystery of that? We don't know. But here's something I do know. Sometimes desire waits for a trigger, waits for something to happen. Who knows what the happening may be? A song, the lyrics, a movie, the dialogue, a seminar, a sermon, a book. An experience, confrontation with an enemy, a conversation with a friend who finally levels with you. Whatever the experience it is, it's so valuable. And here's my best advice. Welcome all experiences. You never know which one is going to turn everything on. Don't put up the walls. The same wall that keeps out disappointment keeps out happiness.
Take down the walls. Go for the experience. Let it teach you. And here's the last one. Resolve. Resolve says I will. Two of the most powerful words in the language. Benjamin Disraeli said nothing can resist a human will that will stake its existence on its purpose. Shortly put, I'll do it or die. Best definition of resolve I got from a little junior high girl. Foster City, California. I'm going through some words one day. I got to this one and I asked the kids, who can tell me what resolve means? Some didn't know, some tried. Interesting. The last one was the best. Little girl about three years back, she said, I think I know, Mr. Owen. I said, what? She said, I think resolve means promising yourself you will never give up. I said, that's the best I've ever heard. She's probably giving seminars somewhere today, right? I mean, that's the best I've heard. I asked the kids, how long should a baby try to learn how to walk? How long would you give your average baby? Before you say, hey, enough, enough. No. Any mother in the world would say, you're crazy. My baby is going to keep trying what? Until. What a magic word. I want you to write it down. Until. Promise yourself you'll read the books until your skills change. You'll go to seminars until you get a handle on it. You'll listen to it until it makes sense. You'll go for it until you understand it. You'll practice it until you develop the skill. Never give up until. However long that is. Step by step, piece by piece, book by book, word by word, apple by apple. Walk around the block, walk around the block. Go for it. Don't miss the chance to grow and resolve that you'll pay the price until you learn, change, grow, become. Then you'll discover some of life's best treasures when you pay that price. <laughs>